welcome back to Actually Authentic. This is Liv. And this is Maria. And today we are going to be talking about meal prepping. Um, I'm sure everybody kind of knows what meal prepping is and it's kind of the explanation is kind of in the word meal prep. So I don't know, we, me and Maria have both had ex- different experiences with meal prepping and just like, you know, eating a balanced diet and being able to incorporate that into like your lifestyle. So we just kind of wanted to talk about that today with you guys. Yeah, and when I think meal prepping, like when I do it, I'm not super, I know some people, they'll make one big batch of everything and separate it for the week in different like containers, like the exact same meal. So you could do that when we say meal prepping, or it could be just planning meals ahead of time, like making a plan for what you're going to make for the week, and then you could still do it the day of, just prepping different recipes that you want to make. Yeah, and I've definitely seen people do both where, like, they physically make everything on, like, Sunday for the week or at least, like, their breakfast and lunch and then, like, leave dinner up for, like, that day to make, you know, in the moment. Um, But I personally like to just kind of, like, do what Maria said and kind of uh, write down my meals and have all the ingredients ready but not necessarily, like, make everything before. Um, I could see like breakfast if I do like kind of set ingredients aside and actually like make something and have it the day of, I would say like breakfast is where I feel like it's the best to do that for, you know? Yeah, I would say that too. I remember when Dallin and I had our own apartment, it was a little easier to do that because we had our own fridge. So I would meal prep maybe some overnight oats or, well, that was pretty much the only breakfast that I could prep early that I liked. I know some people do frozen breakfast burritos or things like that, but yeah, I'd say breakfast is the easiest to do that. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know why, but I just feel like the ingredients for like like yogurt or, you know, like waffles, stuff like that kind of stays like more fresh and can be reheated or like stay cold. So you feel like you're not like getting into the end of the week and the meal isn't very good anymore. I saw this mom on Instagram and she actually makes homemade waffles. Like she'll do like breakfast for dinner on Sunday and then all the leftover waffles she'll just freeze. And then like they just warm them up in their toaster, just like the like toaster oven waffles that they have. But it's fresh, like made from home instead of like the processed. So I thought that was like a really good idea. Yeah, that is really cool. I've seen that before. I think I might have tried that once and I think it worked fine. It was a long time ago. I don't really remember, but yeah, that is a super cute idea. I love that. Yeah, and I need to try it because I definitely haven't, but um, I would say like another good thing for like breakfast to meal prep is just like kind of like yogurt bowls with like fruit. Um, I'm a huge like fruit person in the morning, so I don't know, yogurt and adding some fruit on top is really, really easy, and I would say that's really easy to like like meal prep as well like you could just put them in like little jars and then add the fruit the day of yeah that's been one of my go-tos actually is every morning I try to I don't know Dallin and I we get into phases of things we like so right now his phase is he always does um a bunch of potatoes cubed and fried in olive oil and we do like a tablespoon of olive oil per serving so it's kind of high in fat We could do lower, but we love those, and we don't add any salt to them. And then he does eggs, and then eats a whole avocado, and maybe a fruit, which is his portion. 
and mine's a little smaller, but I've been loving that. I've also been loving, like you said, yogurt is super good. Sometimes I'll mix, I'll, I'll mix fresh berries if I have them, or even if you have like frozen berries, if you heat those up and don't overheat them where they get to boil, where they're still a little soft and a little cold, it mixes perfectly in with your yogurt, which is super yummy. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I was going to say um, what Dallin does, like the savory, like I love doing that for breakfast. And I would say like rice is a really easy, like, like you can do like brown rice or like a jasmine rice. And that's a really easy thing that to like kind of um, like make at the beginning of the week and then like re-warm up with like eggs and potatoes. So that's a really good idea. Hmm. Yeah, I've never had rice in the morning, but yeah, I mean, that could be like a good grain for sure. Another thing I like to do is recently, like many of you guys know, I can't have lactose. So when we talk about yogurt, it's really hard for me to find a good yogurt, actually, because I don't like the almond milk yogurt because it doesn't have the protein in it. So it kind of takes away the whole benefit of yogurt. So I don't like doing that. What I have to do is find lactose-free. So... It's really hard to do that, guys. <laughs> but um, Faye is a really good brand. They carry lactose-free, and it's just plain. And I just add the honey and, like I said, the berries, and it's super good. And another really exciting find that I found the other day at, where was it? It was like Save Mart or something, one of the local nicer stores by me. They have lactose-free cream cheese which I was super excited about. And I love eating whole wheat. So I was looking for whole wheat bagels, which are actually hard to find. I agree. I don't know why. I haven't been able to yeah. find whole wheat bagels for like weeks. I don't know if there's some sort of like whole wheat bagel shortage, but I've had like the same issue. I've only been able to find like the like everything bagels or like the blueberry ones. Yeah, which is kind of annoying because with my cream cheese, I want like a wheat kind of a healthy, heartier thing. So I decided to get like a really nice bread with nuts. And it kind of gives me the everything but the bagel vibes because it has a lot of seeds in it. And toasting it, it's perfect. I love it. So definitely try that instead of the bagel because it's a lot healthier. And then I don't feel like weighed down in the morning, but I can still have my cream cheese with a really good bread. Yeah, that's great. Another really good... um breakfast thing that I like to do is like really simple just like eggs and spinach and then I'll sometimes put like green salsa on top or like a hot sauce so I'm kind of like a sauce girl um, so that's like really really easy and you can either like eat that by itself or like do the whole wheat little wraps and like kind of have a breakfast wrap for yourself and that's like takes like five minutes to make so it's something that's really easy to work into like the beginning of the week and also like smoothies are really easy because I feel like it's easiest to get like spinach and like greens in the morning and if you sneak it in somewhere like in your eggs or in a smoothie where it's all grinded up then you kind of have a good like start to your day getting all those nutrients in so that's like a really good way I always do like greens and bananas with like oat milk and then I'll put ice in it and then um, sometimes like cacao powder if I'm feeling it and then like a natural peanut butter and it's really really good Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dallin and I, we were in a smoothie kick a little bit ago, and we got all these really good powders where, like, a teaspoon of the powder was, like, two cups of kale. But now we're in the potato egg phase. But, yeah, smoothies are really, really good. 
I I used to love like a chunky monkey smoothie where you do peanut butter or powdered peanut butter and then cocoa powder and then the bananas and ice like you're saying but ever since I lost my taste I still don't like the taste of most nuts so that means peanut butter is really gross to me still which is sad but if you guys can enjoy it I definitely recommend it's like a dessert type of smoothie in the morning and it fills you up and I used to have it with like a piece of toast and honey so I definitely recommend that too yeah I love it's like my favorite smoothie and I if you don't like if you are kind of like us like peanut butter is still really off for me so I'll just do like no peanut butter in mine but if you're a huge dessert person this is just like a little health tip I think doing like banana and like ice and then adding whatever flavoring you like is a really good and like blend it all up is a really good substitute for ice cream and at least like that's what yeah. I found you know yeah, when Dallin and I first started dating, he used to make those all the time. Like he'd do banana, vanilla, almond milk, and then ice. And it was so, so good. I don't know if it would still taste as good to me now, but uh, it used to be my favorite thing. And the funny thing is I guess he learned that from a girl that he went on a date with before me. And that was their date. They were making those banana smoothies, but I don't care. It's still really good. And I loved them. You can do the, you can actually do the same thing with strawberries too. Like you can do like a natural strawberry milk where you just blend frozen strawberries and milk and it's so good. Yeah, that's Definitely awesome. recommend that too. I've never, I haven't thought about that. If you really love like strawberry ice cream, that's like a great tip. And I know that like there's this um, Australian um, brand that does like protein powders and like n natural herbal teas and stuff. And it's called Tropica. And they have like caramel flavored protein powder. Um, they just came out with like a mocha one. Um, I know that they have like a cookie batter one. So like you can add those protein powders. Like I've seen people do that and then add it to like a banana or something like that. And it helps you kind of get those like generic uh, ice cream flavors that you love. But without the sugar. Yeah, that sounds super nice. Another annoying thing is ever since I lost my taste, like any artificial sweeteners that aren't real sugar taste horrible to me now, and any protein powder flavors are like the worst. So that's another thing. Yeah, that's another thing that I can't have is like anything that's like healthier. So protein powders are like the worst because they have the healthier sugars and they have that protein flavor taste, which is really sad. Yeah, that's so annoying. But I have to get... I know... There's like so many of these little rules that I have to follow or like just things that I used to love that now I'm like, well, I have to find a new way, but that's okay. I guess that's life. You evolve and I heard that happens sometimes when you get older anyway, like your taste changes. So right. I don't know. Hopefully it'll like regulate itself one day and you won't have to deal with that. But for now, I guess at least you know what like is still good. You know what I mean? You have things that are good. Yeah, I'm trying to ease my way back into like the nut flavors because I used to love snacking on almonds or cashews or pistachios are still fine. I just used to really like them, but my mom's been getting these flavored almonds with like the powder on them and those are starting to taste okay. So I'm thinking the more I eat those, maybe the almond flavor I'll get used to and then slowly I can get back into peanuts and then peanut butter. So it's just a slow process. Right. Just about regulating a little. Exactly. 
But the reason, guys, why I wanted to, or Liv and I wanted to talk about meal planning today is because what I've noticed, at least, is the days where I'm hungry for dinner and there's nothing there, it seems like such a huge bother and annoyance to have to make anything. But when I plan ahead, I'm more excited about a recipe I get to make or I already have all the ingredients so it's not as much of a hassle and I already made the time in my head to make dinner and then it's just a much more enjoyable experience. Yeah and I would say like like lunches and breakfast like I said like a lot of the stuff that we said could be like transferred into like either of those meals like I feel like lunch is really easy like you can go with a salad with like tomato and mozzarella with like a vinaigrette or like you can do you know like a chicken breast with rice and salsa on top or you know I mean so there's lots of like good lunch options that are really quick and easy to make but I feel like dinner is the hardest because you're the most exhausted part of the day because you just worked all day or you had you know you're with your kids all day or whatever whatever your day-to-day life looks like by the time you get to dinner it's like you know, you get in that lull state. So if you don't have anything in mind, that's when you're more likely to be like, well, let's just eat out instead of, you know, eating at home. And so like, that's something that I've been working on as well. And like, the past couple weeks, I've been doing like so much better with like enjoying how I'm making my meals during the day, specifically dinner, just because like, I'll start out on Sunday. And I'll say, okay, like, here are all the meals that I'm making, I have all my ingredients. Um, so like you can be very specific and sometimes it's hard like but once you get past like that point and you kind of figure out okay well these are the type of meals we like and then you find good recipes for them it just like makes it so that everything's readily available because like I find that when I don't plan ahead to I go to the store and I like I don't know I just get a bunch of things that don't really make sense yeah and then like I get home and I'm like oh well, I want to make this but I literally like was just at the store but I didn't like get any of the ingredients for this meal so it's like I don't know. You have to like balance your time at the store and really like plan ahead. I think there's like lists for a reason. So definitely like what I would recommend specifically for dinners is find a a meal that you love, find a recipe for it, and then write it out, which is just, this is logical, right? And very simple, but sometimes we just need to be reminded of it, but write those down. And then when you go shopping for the week, make sure you have all the ingredients that you need. Yeah, I... I think that's a great idea because you actually save so much money too. Like you're saying, when you're at the store, you see all this stuff that sometimes you're hungry at the store, so you just grab it, or sometimes you have no idea. So you just grab like random fresh things, but then if you buy fresh, it's healthier for you, but it can go bad if you don't use it up, and then you're wasting a lot of money and all of that. But I definitely think, like you said, Finding your meals and making that list is so important. And then even like if you get really into it and you enjoy doing what Liv said, like finding a recipe and going out specifically for that recipe, you can do multiple recipes at the same time and look to see what similar ingredients some of them have. So maybe if you get a big thing of chicken broth, you can make two recipes like in a row that will use up the entire box of broth and then you won't have this random thing of broth sitting that might go bad in your fridge and it's just so much easier if you can find that time right and I mean too when you actually have like a more wholesome dinner planned I feel like 
lunches are so easy. Like for example, me and Brandon had corn tortilla enchiladas last night for lunch today. I had like those enchiladas. So it's almost like a placeholder for that meal that you would have to make during the week um, because you have all these leftovers. So like, I don't know, I like baking or like cooking stuff in mind of like having a little leftover for the next day. So that almost takes like your meal prepping for a whole nother meal like out of the equation. It makes it so much easier for you to have like something already ready since you like made dinner at home the night before. Exactly. And the thing that I've been noticing with going out to eat just because you don't want to make dinner, sometimes like there's nothing I really want to go out and get because it's all like seems unhealthy or too salty and then we go out to eat, we eat whatever just because we're lazy and don't want to make food, but then I feel sick. So it's not as enjoyable to go out to eat if you feel like you're just doing it because you don't want to cook and it's not actually something you wanted to do. You know, does that make sense? No, I know exactly what you're saying because there's like, and we've been doing a lot better and like this year we really want to like get down to only really like eating out two times a week, which we've been kind of doing, but I'm just like keeping it as a goal for this year. But it's just like sometimes like you go to places and it's like not even worth it. You know what I mean? Because you're like, I could have made this meal at home. Like, you know, there's stuff like pizza, for example, like I could have made the same meal at home but had control of the ingredients completely and just put, you know, an hour into making the dough myself and putting all the ingredients in, popping the pizza in, and but you don't feel like crud after because the like it's not as greasy, the all the ingredients are more wholesome and you have again control of what you're putting into your body and you know, but it's still that kind of fun meal. So like I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, and then it just makes going out to eat more enjoyable when you are excited like sometimes I am really excited and I just want to celebrate by getting sushi or going to Cheesecake Factory or something really nice and that's what I had in mind and then it's just more fun and I enjoy the meal a lot more and then we can go to somewhere that's a little nicer instead of going to a bunch of cheaper places throughout the week that will just make us feel gross and not be good for us in the long run. Right. Like me and Brandon have been on like if we go out to eat on a Panera kick lately just because I don't know. I love Panera. It doesn't make me feel like crumb afterwards and they have like a really good Greek salad. If you go get the Greek salad because it's so good. <laughs> but um, the good thing too about kind of meal prepping or at least like in my sense of like planning your meals for the week and just having the ingredients ready to go um, so you can put together everything at home when you have control, especially at dinner time, because I would say this is like dinner time is when people are more likely to say, I don't want to cook, let's go eat out. Yeah. But when you have like the meals planned out, but let's say like you have a meal planned out for Wednesday, you're like, know what you're going to make, but it comes and you guys feel like you want to go eat out. It's not because you didn't have a meal, but it's because like you said, like you feel like going out and you want to do that. And so I feel like there's a healthier relationship with that as well. Like when it comes to your food, because you know, it's, you're being intentional about that night. And it's not just like you said, because you don't have anything. It's because you genuinely feel like eating out together. Yeah. And like some days I do crave going to like Sonic and getting their slinger chicken sandwich, which is totally fine. And if I'm craving it, then I know I might feel a little sick after or Maybe I've eaten really good the rest of the day, so I don't think I'd feel sick, but it's more worth it because that's what I was craving. It's not just a, 
Uh, I don't want to make food. Let's find something that we can eat that's cheap and fast and like, I'm just hungry. Just feed me. So definitely. Right. It's all about that intention. Yeah. I really want to this next year be a lot better at making those plans and I think finding at least one new recipe a week and what my mom and I have been doing because I live with my parents, <laughs> Dallin and I do, so we have the pleasure of sometimes my mom makes dinner, like she makes dinner most of the week I will say, <laughs> which I'm very thankful for but I do help her sometimes and I make a meal a week too. But anyways, one thing we like to do together is we find recipes online and the ones that we really like, now we're keeping them and we're either going to put them in like a nice binder that we order or that we, or we'll write out the recipe in like little cute cards that we can put in a little box for our favorite recipes so we don't have to search the internet every time we're looking for dinner, but we can go back to our go-to favorites and we can like add our specialized notes that we would would have wanted to add to the meal and what we would do differently and it just makes it more fun and easy too. Yeah, that's a really good idea because I would say like the biggest thing keeping people from like cooking at home no matter what it looks like is like having that idea down. Growing up, we had exactly that. We had little like cards, stock cards that my mom kept in like this little gray plastic bin that like had a top to it and so like we would have all our meals in there um, and my mom would have them labeled. And so, like, you know, it was all right there. I feel like cookbooks are very underappreciated these days. And it's it's fun to look on Pinterest and get ideas. But sometimes it is, like, good to, like, have something, like, you can look at that has, like, all recipes in one. So I think finding recipes you love and writing it down, like Maria said, is a good idea. Or, like, if you have somebody that you follow online that you really like their meals and they have, like, an ebook cookbook or a physical cookbook, you can, like, go purchase that because then... You have a bunch of meals right there that you can maybe look at on a Saturday night before you go shopping so that you have a good idea of what you're making that week. Yeah, <clears throat> cookbooks are a really good resource. It's just finding, like you said, the person that has the recipes you like and follows the dietary needs you need. I guess that's my biggest thing is there's so many things I can't eat that it's sometimes really hard for me. So that's why we kind of have to build our own cookbook. But I would say for most people <clears throat> with not as many dietary needs, a cookbook would be super easy and nice. Or like you said, a yeah. website too, if you find one person that you really like. Yeah, and I've been subscribed to the Sunny app. It's S-U-N-E-E. -E. Um, Sarah's Day, she's like a health and fitness lifestyle blogger and is on YouTube and Instagram and all that. So I've had her subscription for the past year. And I will say like now that I'm actually like I was able to use it here and there, but being a poor college student was just I don't know, a lot of the stuff had like quality ingredients, which is great, but probably wasn't necessarily like ideal for my budget, I guess. But now that I have more of like a steady income, it's a lot lot better. I feel like I can actually like get things that I want, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now that we're kind of you know what I mean? We all get it, like living the college um budget and whatnot. Not that it wasn't doable, but you know what I'm saying. So I actually just ran out of that subscription, but it was really, really great um, because she's gluten-free and so she has a lot of options that are like gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, and she has it all labeled and they release recipes on that app every week. So it is just like in an app and it's like all segregated into like 
breakfast, dinner, snacks, desserts, lunches. So it, it is really, really convenient. And she is actually coming out with a cookbook. So I'm going to wait oh, wow. and I'm going to get that until I like decide if I want to resubscribe to the app. But when I did have the app, it was really helpful. So um, something kind of like that is like, I don't know, something fun. There's a ton of people that, you know, if you, like I said, if you know somebody or you follow somebody that does like a lot of good meals that you really enjoy, a lot of people do like eBooks or apps and stuff. So that's an, also an easy way to like get access to stuff that might fit your dietary needs better than just like picking one up at the store that you're not really sure about. Yeah. And another girl that I really like, I found her on I actually found her through YouTube because a YouTuber that I was listening to made one of her meals, but her name's Mia Swinehart, and her website is gatherednutrition.com, and then she also has an Instagram that's gatherednutrition, and she's the same where she does a lot of gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan. She kind of mixes it up, but mainly looking at her page is mostly really healthy um, and very dietary specific like wholesome wholesome. and like if you have dietary needs and different things it's very friendly to that on her website and she has a lot of different recipes for breakfast lunch desserts snacks appetizers gluten-free vegan paleo dairy-free vegetarian she has it all So I would definitely recommend gatherednutrition.com and it's a really cute blog where you can just press into the recipes. She has cute pictures and all of the recipes I've made from it, like I made the simple Zupa Toscana and it was so good. And like I said, with all recipes, you can make your own little twists and add things that you like or don't like and it's just really fun. Yeah, and that's a good thing. Like like even with um the sunny app like there's lots of recipes that take like gluten-free flour but like since I'm not gluten-free like you like Maria said you can substitute with like what works for your dietary needs or like if you like are vegetarian like a lot of times like there's tons of like tofu options or all vegetable um based recipes that are really really good um and something I would say like if you're looking to like meal prep and meal prep in like a more wholesome way um it's just good to kind of like, I don't know, make sure you're working in like a healthy protein, healthy carb, a healthy fat, and then just kind of like making sure that you have that wholesome balanced meal. And if you like are overwhelmed by like trying to go more towards like a wholesome take on like your day-to-day meals, I would say start with like something like putting vegetables into every meal is like a really easy way because I don't know, it can get really complicated and feel overwhelming when you're trying to like improve your diet um, during the week and just like make sure you're getting all your nutrients. So that's what I would recommend to anybody that's like, this is like way too overwhelming trying to like fit in all these stuff. Um, so find somebody like what we, me and Maria have mentioned that like maybe does more, more wholesome based meals or if you like more control, um, start with just introducing a green into every di- um, every meal. Yeah, I think that's a really great idea. I remember when I met with my nutritionist back when I was in college, she made things seem a lot simpler than the media makes it seem. Like, you don't have to be perfect, like Liv's saying. And the thing that I was really surprised about was my nutritionist always talked about, like, getting a fruit in and a vegetable and things like that and whole grains. 
but I didn't realize like a glass of orange juice, one cup counts as a fruit, which a lot of people always talk about how fruit juices are really bad for you and blah, 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 which I mean, it's better if you have the whole version in the fruit with the skin and everything because it's easier to digest, but you don't have to be so hard on yourself that you won't count like orange juice as your fruit. As long as like you're getting your nutrients in that you need and trying to sneak in some greens or some veggies, you'll definitely get the hang of it and then slowly you can add even more things and make yourself feel even better if you want to do that and it's just not as overwhelming as it needs to be. Right and like I feel like there's lots of pressure to like because there are a lot of people on social media that eat very very clean but you also have to realize they've probably been creating that habit in their life for like the past five years so like they didn't get to where they are today in like a week so like do what's sustainable and even you don't get to their like level of wholesome day-to-day in five years do what works for you because you know your life is your life and you want to be happy with your meals each day and I also just want to say that carbs are not the enemy there are healthy carbs like I don't know. Sometimes when it comes to like the dieting world, a lot of times carbs are really frowned upon. But as long as you're like are introducing complex carbs, like uh, like a healthy whole grain rice or uh, you know potatoes and stuff like that, it's you know. And there's healthy carbs in vegetables, so definitely like just make sure that you feel good and are feeding your body correctly while also like having fun and having those pizza nights or that pasta night that you love or you know eating that real you know refined sugar ice cream that you love because I don't know it's your life and I don't know food is connected to a lot of memories I think and you know food gathers people together and it's just part of like fun of a lot of cultures so Definitely don't be afraid of, you know, making a change, but also, like, integrating what you like in your day-to-day eating habits. Yeah, like Liv's saying, definitely, like, I'm not a fan of the clean eating. When I worked with my nutritionist, that's actually super harmful. She actually hated the term clean eating. Yeah, a lot of dietitians do, apparently. Yeah, because it's really not good, and... I know sometimes like it's just easier to use and describe things that way, but all foods are good foods as long as you're not overeating for the amount, like for the size of your body and overstuffing yourself, you're fine. And of course there's like sugary cereals for breakfast may increase like certain things and not give you the nutrients you need. So maybe that's why you should not have as many sugary cereals, but if you really like your cereal in the morning and you try to do other things that's great too and I go out to eat fast food I don't feel bad at all never do and that's just how I'm living now because working with my nutritionist super was super super helpful for me and it just took away all of those weird feelings that I used to have and now I don't feel bad for anything I just do whatever I want and it doesn't matter what anybody else says or what anybody else is doing so you just yeah. do what your body wants and it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, and ultimately, like, food is fuel. I live by that motto no matter what your plate looks like. And just do what makes you happy. And, you know, again, like, if you want to make a change, start with one thing. It doesn't need to be anything crazy. And, again, food is fuel. Like, food is for your body. It is important to, like, have your calories and have those nutrients in your body because your body is your home that, you know, is holding your spirit 
and you know we need to treat that body right so i would rather you be stuffing your face of mcdonald's every day than like not but then eating like a tiny salad for every meal like <laughs> you know what i mean so make sure like you're feeding your body correctly and fully and again food is fuel and it it doesn't need to be a crazy change that you're making and like your meal prep for the week doesn't need to be like these really nitpicked wholesome meals either like it can be something super fun like a burger night you know it doesn't need to be anything super crazy that you know cuts out a bunch of stuff that you love so because that's like when you don't stick with it so just do what you love yeah you gotta live your life still and I guess one thing we didn't really touch on is we keep talking about making the time to plan and sitting down and doing that and I think the easiest way to start planning ahead and making time for planning meals is making it a habit and maybe connecting it to a habit that you already have. Like if every Sunday, if you know Sundays are your slower days, you can set aside 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. Like the amount of time that you would take sitting and watching a show and you could just plan really quick meals for the week instead and do it that way. You can just, and start small. Like you don't have to start with a whole seven day plan. Like I now only do like two days where I plan and see how that works. And when I feel more comfortable, I'll maybe expand. But right now that's what I'm good with. And taking that little bit of time can make all the difference in your week. Yeah. And if you just want to start with like being better at making your dinners and letting you know, breakfast and lunch be more intuitive. That's kind of what works for me just so that like you have that freedom, but just make sure that you have like stuff still in your house where you can create something that you really like for each meal. And something that has really, really helped me is instead of going inside and shopping, I like to do like the grocery pickup just because then you can sit down and add every single ingredient and you don't have to like navigate a store and check off this huge list while being around so many people and I don't know, you can kind of get distracted at the grocery store. And sometimes I really love that. But when I am like planning meals for the week and it's not just kind of like a snack run to the store, I really like to do it online. I have found and that's helped me a ton, making sure that like I'm creating meals for the week that are going to make me really happy. And yeah, so that's something that I really, really recommend. Yeah, I've done that twice, I think. And the cool thing about that is you can see how much you're going to spend. So that's really nice too, is you know the budget and you know if you stayed under it and you won't be adding those extra things. The only thing that I've noticed with that is sometimes they mess up my order. Out of the two times I've done it, (laughs) they've messed up. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) But maybe it was just my location. But you just have to be, I guess, forgiving about that because you have to think about how many orders they're doing each day and Depending on the store, they're really nice about it and they'll get you what you need or they'll tell you if they're out of something. So, but maybe I just had a bad experience out of my two times and it was bad luck. Right. With Meyer, the store that I go to, they actually like have something where like if something's out of stock, they'll put a substitute in and you can either approve it or disprove it. And if you disprove it, they'll just take it off your order and they subtract it from the amount that you'll be paying. Um, So that's like if you have a store that does that or if you have a Meijer near you, that's really um, convenient. And I would will say that like um, finding a store that you're really confident in their ingredients like Meijer, like I'm okay doing a pickup order 
because I know that their produce is all very fresh. Like they have really good produce aisle. I know that like sometimes with other stores, their produce can be like, eh. So find a, if you can find a store that you feel really reliant on and you know that their ingredients is going to be good, um, that's really helpful for pickup. And also if you aren't, like something that I would say that like to just go and get yourself would probably be like your meat because then you can choose the exact pound that you need because sometimes that can vary because a lot of times on their websites, they don't really like, it's just like you add beef and they'll just grab like whatever is close to that value or whatever. But that's something that I recommend is maybe with like your meats um, going inside the store. But other than that, I pretty much have gotten everything just from pickup and it's been really, really great. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of great benefits to pick up too, as it saves time and energy and it's easier to not overspend for sure. Yeah, and I guess we could end with like maybe saying like maybe one of our favorite meals that we've made lately. Um, and one of mine is an orange chicken recipe. I found it on Pinterest and it's like three ingredients. Um, it's super easy. It's literally like a teriyaki sauce, a barbecue sauce, and then an orange marmalade. And I personally just go for like versions of the sauces that you can either make yourself or I'll find a more wholesome like organic or no sugar based um, just so that it's not like overly processed. Um, but that's just a personal choice. You can do whatever brand of those sauces that you enjoy and you mix those up and then you bread the chicken and cut it up and just kind of put it together and it's really, really easy. Yeah, that's really fun. I When you said the three ingredient, that took me back because I used to make that all the time. Dylan and I got on like an orange chicken kick and I used to make that recipe a lot, which is really good. I do love the yeah, orange Yeah, and it's like way less processed if you do it at home because we really love like panda orange chicken. So it's kind of like because Brandon really, really loves panda. So it's kind of kicked us going there as much as we used to. <laughs> yeah, of course. And a recipe I made yesterday actually is chicken piccata. And I did a healthier version, so there's less butter, less oil. And it's just a really light sauce. It's made with white wine, um, chicken broth, lemon juice, and garlic and onion if you want to add garlic. I always take it out because garlic makes my stomach hurt. And capers. And then you do a chicken that you soak in the sauce. And then you put it all over angel hair pasta and it's so good. It's like one of, it's Dallin's favorites, one of his favorites. And like we've been talking about, you just have to make the process enjoyable. So making that yesterday took me about an hour to prep and to cook and to serve. So it took me about an hour, but I just listened to a podcast while I was making it. And it made the time fly by so fast. And it was so fun. And yeah, definitely recommend making chicken piccata. Yeah, I really love that. I like listening to music when I cook or putting on like a, my favorite movie. It helps, I don't know, romanticize cooking a little bit more. Because I know some people get a little stressed out. So that's helpful. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just going to say, especially if you're cooking alone. Because I know most, I feel like most people are probably cooking alone if you don't get the luxury of cooking with someone else so it is really nice to do that. right and cooking always comes with messes which I personally don't love so I find exactly. when I like romanticize it a bit more I enjoy it more than like otherwise I like focus so much I'm like oh all these dishes that are going 
in the sink or like, oh, there's flour all over the counter or like sauce all over the counter, you know, it, it gets me sometimes. So <laughs> listening to something really, really helps. For sure. Listen to our podcast while you make food. <laughs> yes. Uh, or when you're taking a shower or working out or whatever you're doing, the podcast is good for us. So, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and that it was, that it was um, informational for you guys. Because I know that like cooking can be a challenge. Yeah, it's definitely... Like I said, throughout my life so far, (laughs) there's been stages where Dallin and I go out to eat all the time. Or, like, we cook a lot or we cook really easy meals. Like, mac and cheese is still one of my quick go-tos for lunch. The Annie's mac and cheese with the shells. Sharp cheddar is my favorite. So definitely Mm -hmm. be chill with yourself. Not too pushy. If you're in one of those phases where you just want to go out, do it. But if you're in a phase where you want to change, want to plan... Yeah, we hope these helps are super helpful and or these t- <laughs> these tips are super helpful for you guys. Yeah, we hope you guys have a great Tuesday and we'll see you next week. Bye.